0: i'm hannah and i'm katie and
1: this is one, one kiss, kiss means, forever. means forever we are watching your favorite made for tv romances like the kind you find on hallmark lifetime netflix and
0: pixel <laughs> i was gonna ask you katie up tv do you know where to find pixel on the television
1: I do not think Pixel is the television I think it's a streaming site. Is it a streaming site okay think, yeah I'm pretty I, sure it's a streaming site because it's one of those places that Amazon says seven day subscription for like a dollar true 99. that's true but I'm pretty sure I watched this one initially on Up TV
0: yeah I know they share a lot with up TV but according to my IMDB research, the movie we're talking about today, aired on pixel but that could have mean just dropped on pixel yeah i suppose so today we're going to be talking about a little movie that um i had never heard of before (laughs) but it fits in with our uh, theme very well called brimming with love (laughs) and according to imdb aired or dropped we're unsure uh on pixel on Cinco de Mayo 2018 because obviously a movie about coffee clearly deserves to be a Cinco de Mayo movie so this is what uh the like pixel website says says about it Aspiring journalist Allie jumps at the chance to write an article on local coffee shop owner Sam, who has a reputation for playing matchmaker with his customers. Skeptic Allie agrees to be matched, but going through Sam's process causes her to see that her perfect match might just be the matchmaker. And it stars Kelsey Asbill? Sure. Asbille? I right, think let's go with Asbill. Asbiel and Jonathan Kelts. Um so Allie
1: played by Kelsey Asbiel, um also Kelsey Chow in certain IMDB credits. Yeah, she got um, married. Yes. Um <laughs> she has been promoted out of sales at her newspaper job in order to write the summer series on love. Since writing is what she wants to do, she is just going to deal with the fact that she has been so dramatically hurt that she no longer believes in love. Oh well. When going to find a potential story, she stumbles across Brimming with Love, which is a coffee shop owned by Sam, who is played by Jonathan Keltz. Um, And this coffee shop
0: doubles as a
1: matchmaking service.
0: So the gimmick here is that over 30 cups of coffee tallied by a punch card, Sam will find each person their one true love, uh, which, you know, to be fair, pretty fun little, you know, local newspaper s- store Yeah, totes adorbs. So l- luckily, Sam is open to the idea of the article about him and his methods. Um, but Allie is like, I do not want to be the guinea pig. I don't believe in love. I don't want to do this. Um, so she enlists the help of her bestie and work bud, Mia, to go on the coffee shop dates. And Allie is just going to tag along and like document and third wheel all the dates, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, she's a voyeur on all of her <laughs> dates.
1: Uh, So meanwhile, Sam's barista, Tyler, is also looking to find love, but he is not using brimming with love's methods. No, he is a millennial and he is doing this via a swiping app, (laughs) an unnamed swiping app. (laughs) Um, But his best friend and fellow barista, Emily, picks someone for him. Uh, this This mystery girl is without a picture, but she seems to have a fun profile. While Tyler is reluctant to talk to someone without a picture, he eventually begins to and realizes that he likes this mystery girl, Jessica,
0: Um, enough that he wants to meet her. Ooh. So while that's going on, Mia is striking out with these coffee dates, Um, but at a date with one of her coffee matches, she runs into Eric from work. Um, and this is the guy who, like, just gets on her nerves and annoys her and, like, is all work, no play, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, it's a not Hallmark movie. So the annoying guy at work is essentially always, I think always, your soulmate, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Sam, who is also third, fourth, fifth wheeling this date – at this point um, is like notices and realizes like, oh, OK, got it. <laughs> like, this is why the dates are not working. She her, like her coffee match hasn't come into my coffee shop before that I didn't know about him. It's this guy. Oh, um, yeah. so he pushes Mia to go for it with Eric and she abandons the Coffee dates, essentially, in order to go follow her inter office romance plotline. Which is super cute.
1: But what is Allie to do with a half finished series without a satisfying ending? Well, it looks like she's going to have to take over the coffee dates from Mia. Uh, She's been around, so Sam knows her, so she doesn't have to go through the whole get-to-know-you process of his other clients. Um, So she starts at, like, cup 13 instead of cup number 1, and Sam starts to
0: introduce her to people. So while Ellie chickens out of her first date, uh, she doesn't even show up. She, like, sees and runs. Uh, For her second, she meets a guy who takes her square dancing. (laughs) (laughs) um it doesn't go very well uh sam is also there because i guess he's third wheeling her dates too Uh, um and she then goes on a lot of coffee dates but like she's just not feeling it like not clicking um and she seems to like have come up with some sort of like secret i hate this come save me Eye language with sam who is third wheeling all her dates like truly he's always there always nearby and granted a lot of them are in the coffee shop so it's not like super weird but some of them aren't so (laughs) (laughs) questions um and Tyler the barista is noticing that Sam is enjoying when Allie doesn't want to go on a second date with any of these people and that Allie only seems to want to talk to Sam like that's where they're both being like happy people.
1: Allie is down to her last punch, her 30th coffee date, and has not found her man. But she also has realized she's into Sam. The coffee shop is going to have their 40th anniversary party. And Tyler invites Jessica, the mystery, the dating app lady, so they can meet in person for the real, for real real life. The IRL. Yeah, IRL. But at the party, it turns out that Emily, his bestie, is actually Jessica. And she has been in love with Tyler for forever and needed a way to get out of the friend zone. Um, luckily, Tyler is thrilled that his best friend can actually be his girlfriend, and Sam and Allie talk, and they realize they like each other, too. Yay! So this leads Sam to ask to be her final coffee date.
0: So, later that night, when reading the comments on her article online, because, you know, it's a series, so she's written a few at this point, uh, Allie finds out that Sam left his fiancé at the altar, apparently. And... She had been left right before her own wedding. So she's very sensitive to this issue. And she returns to the coffee shop to accuse Sam of being an asshole and revoke her acceptance of his date. So her feel-good, happily-ever-after story is now gone. Uh Uh-oh. Bad, 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 bad. (laughs) Uh, so, Emily shows up to talk to Allie and lets her
1: know that, then um, she lets her know the whole truth about Sam's wedding, um, which includes that Sam left his bride at the altar, but she was also cheating on him. So, like, you know, she started it. And Allie realizes that she's just made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. Uh, <laughs> So Allie returns to the coffee shop to apologize, but Sam doesn't want to hear it, so she does the only thing she can do. She goes home and uses the power of the pen to write a confessional final article declaring her
0: love for Sam. So Allie is incredibly lucky that her editor likes this piece and agrees to run it, <laughs> and that Sam sees it, because all of that is just luck. <laughs> um Her editor promotes her permanently to a writer, um, at the position that she actually wanted. Um, So she heads over to Brimming with Love at the prodding of her friends to find Sam and a lot of their other friends already there. And Sam admits to loving her too, and they kiss, and since one kiss kiss means forever, means forever, the matchmaker has found his own match this time. They'll have coffee, coffee, and more coffee. And it's going to be brimming with (laughs) love.
1: Oh, I just remembered that um, Tyler makes Sam read the article. Or he prints it out and puts it on the coffee machine. He's like, read this. Yeah,
0: he makes him read the article. But, you know, that means that Tyler had to read the article. That's true. You know. Truth. All right. All right. So, um...
1: What the fuck moments? Yes. Um, I don't know about you. I don't have too many what the fuck moments, even though this movie's a little bit like cheesy and kind of bizarre. I felt like nothing was overly
0: bonkers bananas. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. It's like nothing struck me as like, like this is going to stick in my brain and like bother me and I can't figure it out like all of it i followed but i was just like this is the whole premise is is well what the fuck but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's also kind of cute yeah. i think
1: so first i want to say that how they filmed the punch cards annoyed me because at one point mia is like there's like a you know meeting coffee people montage mm-hmm. here's a cup of coffee punch the punch card etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and at one point it looks like the punch card has like 15 punches and I'm like wow girl's getting around but then she says yeah I've only had seven punches and I'm kind of feeling like this is I'm not clicking with anybody. and I'm like wait there's so many more punches than seven <laughs> like, how is this happening
0: yeah I, I mean okay That that didn't bother me, I think, mostly because I wasn't expecting them to have the right right number of punches to what the lines were. Oh. I do find it a very awkward way to have matches. I just have the premise. I can't quite get past it. The idea is that this this barista is going to find you love it. By the time you buy your 30th cup of coffee, if you join his program. Right. I think, I, my understanding is there's no additional fee for this. No. Number one. Number two. It's the price of a cup of coffee. Right. Or 30. Right. So, but, but if you meet your match at, at coffee number two, in theory, you do not need to drink the rest of your cups of coffee. So I don't know that you're getting – like, I don't – Really know that this is actually a great money making scheme.
1: Well, no, but then once if you find that, then you have your place. You yeah, go to brimming with I Love. Mean, it's your like, place. I mean, I, like,
0: right. I get that, but you know it it doesn't it doesn't force you to come in. Technically, I guess so. Yeah, but it also kind of hinges on the fact that your love match also comes into the coffee shop. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we're dealing with a pretty small pool. Right. And and this goes into one of the lines that Sam says about who your perfect match is that I feel like goes against everything I've ever heard in a movie like this about love, Okay, which was at the core the two people are the same person. Twin flames, <laughs> and I was like, "You're not supposed to find like your missing puzzle piece. It's not none of that. It's like, no, no, you're the same." <laughs> it was like, <laughs> that seems terrible.
1: <laughs> I think that's a gross generalization. <laughs> I mean, sure, like having the same values might sure. be nice. Not being a serial killer or being a serial killer. I think those things help. <laughs> sure but ultimately I think you're right
0: <laughs> um so I, I was just a little bit like I'm sorry what <laughs> like and also his whole thing his whole matchmaking is based on body language yeah which I find not suspect because I you know like clearly body language is a real thing but I feel like you can't be you like, can't underestimate the importance of <laughs> body language. Ha! <laughs> um, but you can go on a date with somebody and be really into the first date and have all the, like, interested open body language that isn't going to translate to a forever. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean... We could overthink this. Yeah, I just
0: I think I think his premise is flawed, but apparently it worked <laughs> for forty years. Yes, um, I I yeah. feel like
1: yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Like it, it is a flawed system. Um, the the biggest thing that for me was what the fuck, and I and I don't want it to be mean or anything, but but it's not mean. I was kind of obsessed. And a little bit, like, confused by, by Allie as a person, as an, as, as an actress. Okay. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love the way she talks. Mm-hmm. But I, and I've at the same time found her, like, goofy mm-hmm. and completely stoic at the same time. Like, I couldn't decide if she was boring or enchanting.
0: <laughs> I think that's so interesting that you say that, and I don't want to tell you why yet. Okay. We'll get to it. Okay. All right. Um,
1: but but can we talk about the post-it notes at the end of the movie and how everyone's in on it? Can we describe that scene for our listeners? Because that was my biggest what the fuck moment of this movie. Okay. So what happens is... Um, <laughs> So she goes into her boss's office, and he loves the article, and she's, like, cool. And she's obviously heartbroken because, like, love is hard. Then he comes out, and he goes, oh, you forgot something. And he hands her a post-it with the word brimming on it, which is like suspicious and then mia and her new inter office romantic boo eric comes out and she's like what is this and mia hands her a post-it note that says with so she's got brimming with and then he gives her love and so now she's got post-it notes that say brimming with love on it and you're like guys this is weird (laughs) like why couldn't you just say yo sam called (laughs) you should probably go get a cup of coffee.'"
0: And why Why did, like, even if it was just, like, uh, we want to do the callback to the post-it note thing, because, like, she has a thing with post-it notes throughout the movie. Yeah. Why did it have to be all three of them?
1: Right. Like, it was a weird. <laughs> it, and then and then when she gets to the coffee shop, there's a post-it note saying, like, go to the back or whatever. So they were all in on it. And if they weren't in on it, then they have a very strange love affair with office supplies. <laughs>
0: well they do have a strange love affair with office supplies clearly but um i mean so do i but yes that that was weird it's less weird about the post-it notes themselves and more weird that they were all in on it yeah a hundred percent that's that's where i land um there's one other thing that i want to bring up because it really bothered me um and it's about it it's in the context of the plot of the story so the reason that Allie ends up taking over the coffee dates from Mia is because Mia gets with Eric and I guess doing in doing so she has ruined the coffee dating story and made it so that she can't have a happily ever after coffee date story right why why well, like, how is him pointing her towards Eric not? Giving, not a win. Yeah. Like, I, I don't Absolutely. understand. Because it was it was Sam who
1: was like, okay, now I know why it's not working. That's your catch right, right there. Right. Right. And, like, put them together. Yeah. Or I just, gave them I, permission to be together.
0: You're right. I just did not understand for the life of me how that didn't qualify as a... Like feel good, happy, heartwarming ending
1: because <laughs> it didn't have to do with the coffee shop location, location, location. I guess That's I have very no idea. Weird.
0: But like at well, that point, you could have been like, "I think it's him." Allie, convince him to go get the cup of coffee. <laughs> like, <don't> right? <laughs> that would have been really. That would have been really cute. But that also happens an hour in, and what do we do for the other half? Yeah, hour? no, I know. I, I mean, you have to get Allie and Sam together at some point somehow. Yes, but like, it was dumb. <laughs>
1: I have a quick question before we get into mm-hmm. our Hallmark hallmarks because I didn't want to rewind because, mm-hmm. yeah, why? So so Sam sets her up on a blind date, um, and she's hoping the blind date is secretly Sam, mm-hmm. but the blind date doesn't show up. Do we find out why Sam doesn't show up? And because it, it is Sam, it Sam, is Sam is the blind date.
0: No, not really it's like it's almost like he got scared and wasn't sure and like didn't want to like wanted to check with her first and okay I just I, wanted to make sure I it's not I very, wanted
1: to make sure it wasn't wasn't addressed because I missed it no cause I would have been pissed yeah. like if I found out it was me i had been like why didn't you show up you dick
0: <laughs> right like I, I yeah it was a very weird time of the movie
1: weird things all around all right let's get into our our
0: segments our hallmarks of hallmark yes okay so my first one is that one believes in love and one does not ah that's
1: a good one we have a matchmaker story we have two people
0: who are who like actively don't want to be in love (laughs) (laughs)
1: We have an old man mentor in uh,
0: the grandpa, Sam's grandpa. Uh, The key to the success in finding love is stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something new. Uh, While they never actually say the words, both of them were engaged once. They do. (laughs) I had it too. They were both engaged.
1: technically there were some empty coffee cups
0: <laughs> and there were some full ones too yeah because they don't use a ton of paper cups in this it's a lot of glass uh, no. ceramic um we have a final article that fixes everything by being honest yep
1: <laughs> bearing your soul and telling the truth yep. in the article that's due at the end of the movie mm-hmm. Um, I have that they won, so they, they win a contest that they compete in. They're in a
0: three-legged race at Except some point. They, they don't win. They like. They got a medal. Yeah. I, I, but they came in last.
1: Oh, maybe that's why they got the medal. I don't know. I looked up. They were doing a three-legged race. I looked down. I looked back up again. They had a medal. <laughs> so Fair, I, right. I jumped to conclusions, which is another Hallmark Hallmark I have written down. <laughs> yes. I'm out. I think that's it for me too. Oh cool. wait, um, just in the spirit of uh, a previous uh, podcast, we have a shop around the corner moment with Emily and Tyler, where he says, "I secretly wanted it to be you." Yeah, yeah,
0: we we had that too. Ugh. I have a lot of thoughts. Um, okay, pretty parade, pretty parade. Um, I had two; they're sort of related. And I think they're probably the same one
1: you might have. I don't actually know because I only have one. Mm-hmm. You, I, I think mean, you
0: should that's... go because it might be the same one.
1: Oh, no, actually, I just I really liked the blue dress that she wears to their not a date. Um, he takes oh. her to a pizza pizza place to teach her about the ways of body language. And it's um, a long sleeved but short really like, cobalt blue dress. And I thought it looked really pretty. And that was it
0: nice i'm so shocked actually uh because my mine was the coffee shop itself because the decor Ah. of the coffee shop it's pretty standard on the for the like indoor part but then there's like an outdoor back patio thing are you talking about the chandelier there's an outdoor chandelier (laughs) (laughs) And I liked it and I liked that it was, there was like this outdoor patio garden area place that was like in the middle of a city that, that was so large and I was like, I like it. I could totally hang out there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I liked that too. I thought that was beautiful. I'm glad you pointed Mm -hmm. that out. The chandelier was, it was actually pretty cool. (laughs) Chandelier's outsider. Fucking classy.
0: Um, I think we need to do new and noteworthy because I think I, we need to save across the universe. Okay. So I guess um, my
1: first was their unwarranted antagonism was not very antagonistic. Um, they, mm. they, they had differing views, but they both seemed rather um, compassionate about them. So I thought that was noteworthy.
0: Um, I, I think it's very rare to see male matchmakers. Ah, that's a good point. Um, and, and like, it seemed like it was a family business passed from father to son. Yeah, <laughs> it was, because the grandfather taught him everything he knew.
1: Yeah. Uh, we have not one, but two side romance characters.
0: One that more, was, and we would have had a love, actually. That was actually my next one, too. I said, there are three love stories! Yay! <laughs> And
1: my my final one is her shoes are actually quite sensible for the job that she has. They are still heels, but they're not freaking 4-inch stilettos. They are perfectly
0: respectable like black pumps. Good job. Good job for her. All right. Um so I think before we go into anything I need to do a little lawn order OTH. Montgomery Hill segment over here. Um so I'm gonna start with the the minor one. Oh, there's multiple. <laughs> uh huh. So the granddad, the grandfather, uh, is the same guy who plays Coach Whitey in One Tree Hill. Nice. So he is being both, uh, you know, the the like sage old man teaching children <laughs> things. Um, so. That, that's one. Though he, he he had like his little handlebar mustache in this and it was weird and I <laughs> had issues. <laughs> um and then Allie uh is also a One Tree Hill character. Um Yay And she played Gigi who at the beginning of one you know, she she's on One Tree Hill for oh while though she like you know she's one of those like characters that like gets an arc periodically like comes Mm -hmm. in and out so first of all Gigi ends up being a journalist which is my across the universe ah so playing journalist though she was an on-air journalist before but what I thought was really funny about you saying that you like she's stoic and not stoic yeah (laughs) um So I know you haven't seen One Tree Hill, but the character of Gigi starts as this little like very shy tech geek person who like is co-hosting a radio show with a sports show with one of the kids and like cannot banter for the life of her. Like one (laughs) word answer kind of. Of responses like it's, you know, there's like a like oh my god we have to fill the air and you're not helping me at all moments, and then she gets more comfortable. They date for a while. She starts to come into herself a little bit, and then she she goes away. And then on this there's another arc in which she has gone to college and comes back, and basically is like just a slut. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Like, and not in a shaming way. I don't want to shame anybody. But, like. No, if I looked just, like her, I would be everywhere with She is with just, everyone. like, oh, yeah, I can sleep with anybody and I love sex. Like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and that's, like, a, but she's still doing, like, on-air sports stuff. So Cute. she's Like, but I feel like it sort of, like, matches what you were saying of, like, I don't understand. Like, what is she? Because. It is sort of inconceivable that somebody who was that shy at the beginning of the series ends up being this, like, on-air sex object.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That is that is an interesting that paradox that I truly believe people can hold at the same time. Yeah,
0: it, but it's, it's
1: rare. It is. But, like, there'd be some times where, like... Her face like doesn't move and she's like kind mm-hmm. of a little bit soft spoken and kind of boring. But then she'll be like, and here's my article written by me. And like, <laughs> and I'm like, you just did a goofy voice. Why? Like where? Who is this person? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I
0: feel like that, that fits with the Gigi character a lot.
1: Nice. Well, I liked watching her. So I would yeah. like to watch her again because I find her face fascinating and her voice really soothing. So that's it. There you go. Do you have any supporting shout-outs? No. (laughs) I just said I really loved Emily and Tyler.
0: I thought they were the cutest of the three couples. I would agree with that.
1: for sure. And when she's like, am I officially out of the friend zone? Tyler's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) And I thought that was really, really cute. Yeah.
0: Though I will say about that storyline where, I don't know, I think maybe – around the time that she so emily is the one who like it's like i'm gonna vet the girls on your little swipey app Mm -hmm. and she picks jessica knowing it's her (laughs) like i mean it's sort of like and to my television i went oh emily and jessica are the same person (laughs) like it was so obvious to me i mean it's supposed (laughs) to be
1: obvious to us but well done hannah well done okay kiss meter um okay i i don't know what's wrong with me and i've been reading things low lately i gave this one a six and here's why okay um so his hand was in his freaking pocket (laughs) as he (gasps) leads leans in for the kiss so like how not ready or into it can you be um the kiss itself was fine but everyone in the movie is standing there watching them. Like it's the freaking end of Wizard of Oz or something and like they're just like looking at him. And she also doesn't seem to be particularly happy at the end of the movie. And again with this stoicism and her eyes telling the story or whatever. But they go in for the kiss and then like you know they they go out of it and they're like supposed to be looking at each other but she just kind of has like A tight grin and can't meet his eye at all. (laughs) So I felt, like, underwhelmed.
0: Um, I think you might laugh at what I did. Okay. Which was not rate it because I was so mad at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Because I was just like, well, I know this is, like, not only do we as audience members know where this is going, but, like, it's so clear that the characters also know that like this is what they're doing yeah and my whole thing was like why are all these people around why did you plan it this way i don't like this at all like you could you you have made choices that i am not okay with agreed (laughs) and my note just says why would you plan that So that's where I landed on that kiss. <laughs> I love it. So our average score is a three, and I think that's good. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely, I couldn't tell you the kiss itself. I was so upset at the lo- location.
1: I had to rewatch it because at first I didn't want to.
0: I'm sorry. Like a first kiss surrounded by that many people, some of whom you're related to, is really upsetting.
1: I agree. <laughs> I don't like it maybe all. that's why she wasn't feeling it because she's like i wish we were in private this is a shitty way to start a relationship uh, yeah i love that i love that hannah good job so hannah i forced you to watch this movie uh-huh would you watch this one
0: i thought it was really
1: cute Yay! <laughs> this like- is why i love our podcast because it's like this was crazy. I hated this. This was bonkers banana, and I loved it. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute.
0: It was adorable. Like, yeah, it's it's just really cute. Like, I feel like there's no other way to put it. You can't call it anything else. It's just cute.
1: Yeah, 100%. Obviously, I agree with you. I remember really liking it when I caught it on Up TV not too long. Like, I guess a long time ago. Um it's inoffensive it's sweet i actually really like well i love um mia and eric i love emily and tyler sam and ali are i um (laughs) the coffee shop is cute like it makes me
0: i love coffee so
1: yeah um, i think this is a fun i think it's a cute one why
0: not why not exactly i'm i'm totally with you it's a why not
1: all right yay well it's nice to not do a hallmark one all the time so thanks for pushing that hannah
0: yeah we you know we gotta switch it up sometimes we we don't just do hallmark and we want to be good about it yeah so thanks everybody for listening to us make sure you're following us on twitter and facebook and instagram where one kiss means forever where one and four are the numerals we are live tweeting those Saturday movies and a lot of the Sunday mysteries when they have them. It's it's a fun fun time. Sometimes we make sex jokes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those are the best times. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's we've made a lot of good friends and you could be one too. Mm-hmm. And if you have a subscription to Pixel and you want to share your password with us so we can bring more... <laughs> um, movies from that site to you uh, you can email us at onekissmeetsforever at gmail.com and that's all spelled out like it is on the logo
0: uh, and as always we want to thank Flint Pastures for our intro outro music you can find his stuff on Apple Music Spotify and SoundCloud and don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice yeah see you later guys happy spring Woohoo! Flowers! (laughs) See you next time! Bye!